0: It's It's time time for for Business business Therapy. therapy. Let's Let's get get down down to business. business. Open your mind and get ready for the ride. You got your butt to business therapy. I'm Allison, founder of Allison's Brand School. And technically, I'm not a therapist, but I am really good at coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Do you guys remember that from the Goofy Movie? Hello, Boss Babes. You are welcome for me referencing the Goofy Movie. The Goofy Movie, honestly, is so good. Welcome to Business Therapy Episode 15 How to uh, Level Up, uh, Level Up with. Hester's Handmade Home. You guys, you're going to see how much I love Hester. Please, let's all not hold it against Hester that she has a beautiful accent. She really does. She's in the UK. She's got this gorgeous, like, colored by, we talk about it, accent. And so you might have to, like, adjust your ears for a minute, but it's absolutely worth it because what Hester and I dive into, I think, is a position so many people can relate to. Hester does the work. Okay, listen, she does the work. She shows up. She's not just sitting around being cute, getting insight. She is taking action. She is being drop dead gorgeous. But things were just kind of stalling out. She wasn't seeing that growth. Her money's kind of stalling out. And I love talking to Hester because she has so many things she's working on, ideas she's trying. Like I said, she really is showing up and doing the work. How do you level up when you're showing up and doing the work and it's just not leveling up for you? It's just kind of not naturally happening. And you're thinking, I'm doing all the things everybody told me to do. I'm taking all the advice. I'm being open. I'm, you know, this is what this conversation is about. And you're going to love it. Another way to level up is to get your butt, your beautiful, gorgeous, gloriously, perfectly shaped sized booty to our Build an Awesome Brand workshop in Arizona on November 11th. This is the last time we are going to be doing the workshop in this capacity. It is the last time you're going to be able to access it like this. You guys, I'm always shifting. I'm always trying. I'm telling you this. I'm never lying when I say these things. It is going to be so much fun. Arizona in November, we need you there. So be sure to head to Allison'sBrandSchool.com, check out the workshop, and ask yourself, am I I ready to level up and invest in myself. I want to read you a comment I just got about the workshop from somebody who attended last time. This is from Stephanie, and she was at our June Build an Awesome Brand workshop, and she left this comment on an Instagram post that I just put up about our November workshop. I attended the workshop where this picture was taken. It's hard to fully express how much this day changed my life, but I will say it was one of the most pivotal days of my life. It's almost like I didn't really know myself until this day happened. Yeah, Allison is fun, and yeah, the food is good, but seriously, this is an investment in you and your future self. It's way more than a cool picture or a great way to fangirl. Girl. It's genuinely worth every single flipping penny. If you're on the fence, get off of it. Buy the ticket. Life literally began to make more sense after this day, and I have more peace because of this workshop. I truly believe this workshop is for everyone, regardless of whether or not you want to start a business. Couldn't recommend it anymore. And that's Steph S-T-F-F, on Instagram, if you want to make sure she is a real person that I did not pay to say all of those things about our Build an Awesome Brand workshop. You guys? is? What I'm offering you is the chance to do work that gets a response like that. When you come to the Build an Awesome Brand workshop, we get down to what drives you, to your why, so that you can put it out there in the world. Now, your why isn't going to maybe lead you to helping people figure out what they're called to do, but that's what mine is, and I could not be more grateful that it's working. It's working. How do I know it's working? Because of what Stephanie just said back to me completely unsolicited when I started talking about the workshop again. I would love to have you there if you would like what I just read what Stephanie just shared if you would like that for yourself don't think oh later or when this you know blah blah, down the road and I keep getting these messages come to Vegas come here come here you guys we don't plan to travel a million different places we plan on making it smaller we plan on just having it a couple times a year it's not like I'm just gonna start adding up all these cities if you can get to Arizona we want you there we would love to have you it is an amazing way to level up now Let's get into all the other ways to level up with my gorgeous, beautiful friend, Hester. Are you ready?
1: Tell everybody where you live and where you're from. So I'm Dutch, but I'm from the Netherlands, but I live in the UK on the southeast coast in a little town on the beach, which is about an hour away from London. And I've been here six years now,
0: been in the UK around 15 years
1: yeah, so I've got a bit of an accent. I talk really fast, so if I'm, especially when I get very excited.
0: I well, yeah. so do I, but then with your accent, we'll have to slow you down, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I usually, I usually got it though. I usually got it. Okay. So I love that. So the books that you had come out, um, were they craft books?
1: Yeah. So I write DIY and craft books, mainly specializing in upcycling. So I uh, transform uh, bits of furniture or I use reclaimed timber or uh, any bits have lying around in your house. I like making um, something new out of them, like using the materials you already have. So I write DIY books. i got six that came out over the last four years. I have a YouTube channel that does DIY tutorials. and also has a website. On the side, I still work as a makeup artist as well, doing hair and makeup on photo shoots. I was going to ask you if you're
0: still doing like styling, hair and makeup.
1: Not a lot anymore. It's sort of, I try to go more into the DIY business now and do less hair and makeup clients. I think at the moment it's 70% DIY, 30% makeup. Awesome. And I feel well to be like 100% DIY.
0: Okay, so like that would be like success to you is yes. you don't want to do hair and makeup anymore.
1: No, I've been do. I started when I was 19. So I've been working 19 years now as yes. a hair and makeup artist. So I think it's time for a change. And I started this DIY business sort of by accident six years ago. Everything I do happens by accident. And I haven't planned anything in my life. <laughs> Just like people say, it's a good idea. I'm like, yeah, cool, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, why not? So yeah, this started as an accident. I never planned to write DIY books.
0: But, but the uh, thing about yeah. writing a book is it's not like easy. So you just did it. Like you just accidentally That's wrote a book. A Let's do it. Let's write the UI book. Yeah. So I wrote
1: a proposal, <laughs> sent it off to a publisher, and they called within a day. <laughs> 24 hours later, I had a phone call. I was on the job. I was in Abifa on the job. And they're like, do You want to come in? I'm like, uh, Yeah, I'm back in a week and come in. And I came, came in and they said, Okay, we like your stuff. Can you do a book? I'm like, Cool. Yeah. So I need to have it finished in two months. I'm like, Okay.
0: The problem, Hester, is this doesn't happen typically. And so, oh. you'd see, but also this is, like, this is a the theme. Like, I'm saying, like, typically I don't just randomly meet up with somebody outside of London at a pub, but I do with you, right? <laughs> and most people don't just magically get offered, you know, books. So I make
1: it sound like it's magic. Yeah. And then my mind yeah. is magic. Yeah. And I don't think I'll work hard for it, but I'll probably work hard for it. But no, you I
0: just, her. I did. I just think,
1: yeah, great there. Of course, I should do it. I don't see any um, why not. I'm, I'm, I'm not scared of failing. So I just jump all in, go for it.
0: I love that. But I also, I mean, one of the reasons why I loved you so much is you, you sent me a present and you made that custom wrapping paper where you wrote by hand over and over and over again, people send me stuff because I'm beautiful. And so like, it's easy to be like, oh, Hester just reached out. and like, no, Hester didn't just reach out. She poured hours and hours of time and effort. It was genuinely just to send me a gift. You didn't want anything from me. No. Yeah. I could sense that, you know? And so there, it's just like, you put a proposal together, you put work together. They didn't just magically offer you a book.
1: Oh no, no. I did make like a little fake magazine. Yeah. (laughs) spent months doing that. Yeah. But the idea just popped in my head, like, I should do a book. I'm like, cool. Yeah, of course I should do a book.
0: Yeah. Where are your pain
1: points? What do you need? Well, I think I'm like a lot of people that have an idea, start something. And yeah. at one point you sort of get stuck in the middle. I'm not extremely successful. I'm not a newcomer. I'm sort of in the middle playing field and I'm stuck. I'm like my Instagram isn't growing. My YouTube isn't growing. I'm like, I'm doing okay, but yeah. i want to do better. And I am now just questioning, is my content not good enough? Am I making stuff people don't want to see or am I just not reaching the right people? And yeah. me, being the internal optimist, I think my content is great. I just like to think the best. So maybe I'm not reaching the right people. Maybe I'm making stuff people don't want to see. I just don't know. I'm sort of at like one of those big blocks that what to do now.
0: What do you want?
1: I want to be successful. I'm not in it. Like, I don't want to be super rich. I'm not in for the money. I just want to be successful. I love doing what I do. I love this being my main job. Stop doing the hair and makeup. I love writing my books. I,
0: I want to be the new Martha Stewart don't okay. aim high
1: at
0: all so just like a really like low-hanging fruit attainable like be a martha stewart yeah, type was, cool.
1: yeah like <laughs> don't don't high at all. no yeah. i just want to i have fun in what i do and i just want to be successful
0: and, and so what i want to do is i want to nail down a little bit more of like what's because you have six books you have beautiful content and I'm, I am with you though, for the amount of content and the time that you've spent on the content, you've got about 5,000 followers on Instagram. And what, uh, is, and what is your, um, YouTube at?
1: I am a 14 K yes. subscriber. Like the total views look nice. 1.8 million views in total over the five mm-hmm. years I've been on YouTube. But for yeah. the content, cause I used to do a video every week, every week I produced I can't do it anymore because I got a one-year-old baby. Yeah. I take on sponsored content, so I can't do a video every week anymore. But for the content I put out, and it used to be doing quite well the YouTube, but the last couple of months, videos just don't get any don't any views anymore. Yeah. They sort of I put them on and they get like two hundred views, and I'm like, oh. And then some do really well.
0: Yeah, but I've Um, seen some of your content. So what I'm doing right now is I'm looking at, so I think this is great. So here's where we're at is you do the work, you execute on ideas. I don't think you have a lot of limiting beliefs that are holding you back necessarily. We've got a healthy self-esteem. You're beautiful. You've got a great family and you just want to get to the next level. Is that what it's feeling like? yeah. Okay. Yeah, indeed. And so the first thing is, let's identify like what that next level looks like specifically. Is it growth on Instagram? Is it a dollar amount? Is it a collaboration happening? Like what would it look like?
1: I think for me at the moment, mainly Instagram is like my big block because I just want to hit the 10K. It's like okay. the holy that hit the 10K, you get the swipe up link and life will be easy, which of course it's not. Because I do collaborations with clients, but I think... As soon as you hit the 10K, it just makes life a bit easier. And also, the more followers you have, the more people you can uh, push towards your website or towards my books. Or What do you want to make money doing? Properly, the sponsored content on the website. Like I make um, tutorials for clients. I get paid to use their products or to produce posts for them. That's why I, I love doing. The books don't make money. The books are just more... Good PR for me. It doesn't, yeah, it pays, pays a little bit, but it doesn't pay uh, my mortgage.
0: Okay. So you love doing sponsored content. And yeah. I think that's great because I hate doing sponsored content. I must point out
1: though, the UK where I live, it's a completely different ball game than the US. I think we're 10 years behind. I think here they're just starting to realize the power um, bloggers can have for you for you as a company. I think the money is way, way lower than what you guys can charge for a post. I don't think they take you serious here. I still get offered like, oh, you should do this because it's uh, really good for exposure. Yeah. Like, do you want me to work for free? Uh, if I do a video, it takes me at least three days of planning, designing, building, filming, yeah. editing, and then doing the PR. It's like three to four working days. And people here still assume I want to work for free because it's good yeah. exposure. But yeah, I can't pay the bills with exposure.
0: Okay, so I think a couple of things. The first thing is, I think... So many people talk to me and they want to grow on Instagram and they want to hit 10K or something. And the conversation really shouldn't be about that. It's like something entirely different. You're like, again, you are the magical unicorn Hester. We're like, I'm like, no, that's fair. I see why you want to grow on Instagram. You want to do sponsored content. Like, let's figure this out for you, you know? And so really, really thinking about like, what are some different strategies for growth and where are you not gaining traction? And so I'm just going to take a second. I'm just going to look through your feed a little bit on Instagram. Tell me, because I have seen you do this, those videos that you've been posting on YouTube.
1: They're on IGTV as well. Some of them. I know you're going to heckle me on this one. I know. know, Obviously to you, I was on the train. I came back from a job just now. And you were saying to somebody, put all your videos on IGTV. And I was like, darn. Alison's going to say, Hester. (laughs) Cause I do some of them, but the problem is they. If I look at the stats on them, they, people watch like five five seconds of them. Who cares? Or like five percent of the video. Who cares? I know. I shouldn't care. Every,
0: everybody watches five percent of my videos. You're not doing anything wrong. That's just uh, okay.
1: people don't watch the whole thing. Then okay, no, no,
0: no, no. people don't watch. No, no, no. That doesn't mean you shouldn't post it. What you okay. should what you should be paying attention to are the views and the mm-hmm. likes.
1: Yeah, and the
0: comments. What what is getting people to engage? I think what you're gonna wa- maybe need to do is edit them down a little shorter for IGTV. Just okay,
1: yeah. Because at the moment, I just use my YouTube videos and I just pop them on IGTV.
0: And that's great because that's better than doing nothing. But I think just quicken them up. And I will say, don't let it stop you. But captions are just going to be huge. Yeah. Being able to do some captions and that captions have stopped me a lot. And so that's why I'm like, don't let it stop you. Get stuff up. Just take the time to do captions for one, like your best video and just see what happens with that. Okay. Because you are doing DIY. So you are doing something really visual. So not having captions isn't like, I'm just talking to camera, me not having captions or at least some words come up is like, but you're you're doing something visual where I think you can get away with it a little bit more. And I really think I'm looking at your feed and DIY author and content creator. When I talk to you about what you do, the concept of upcycling
1: Mm -hmm.
0: there's just too many people who do pretty pictures and DIYs right now. And lots of people on YouTube, I would really freaking narrow in hard on upcycle, 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 upcycle just try it. Because when you said that to me, I was like, oh yeah, I know that about Hester, but like, I don't think I really thought that through. So I just, I thought if
1: I do that, I would narrow myself down too much. I thought if it's DIY, it's like, but then of course, I don't get the right audience.
0: So this is a fun game we're playing is this is just, you get to just experiment. What you're doing right now and what's great about, you know, you, unlike me, is I don't think you have much emotional baggage with Instagram other than it's frustrating you
1: yeah
0: so, so i think you can have this you re, like you remind me of ashley rose reeves where you can have this like healthy objective distance to be like oh i put that up and it didn't work hmm. i'll I'll try this now yeah you know? she can take it doesn't work i just delete it and nobody ever knows <laughs> or just leave it
1: up man just leave it up Great. who cares you know i posted something this evening which i thought was brilliant and it literally got like 28 likes. <laughs> it's like super depressing, but
0: yeah, I don't care. Is it the um, kitchen, of your kitchen? Yeah, the
1: kitchen makeover.
0: It is brilliant. You know, the problem is your audience isn't engaged. No. And that's the problem. It's not that it's not brilliant. That kitchen is brilliant. It's freaking gorgeous. What's missing is there's a lot of gorgeous kitchens on Instagram right now. And did you take that picture? Yes. It's not a styled
1: picture. I thought let's because I normally style pictures and make it look extremely pretty. I thought let's just try and do a picture like that how it normally looks. This is my kitchen at the moment. That's it, not styled. That's it, not styled.
0: Crap, it looks styled. It looks really <laughs> neat. Nice, but you know what I would do? I would put Kermit in it. You know what? Whenever I'm in a picture
1: or Kiki, my little daughter's in a picture or Kermit, my dog's in a picture, they do really well. Whenever yeah. I something that I built and I spent hours and hours making. People don't like it. I'm like... It's
0: not that they don't like it. It's just that they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, they care about me. So that's good. And so here's the thing is like, are you comfortable putting Kiki in the picture? I am. Because she's so small now. This picture of Kiki and Kermit has...
1: Yeah, I have this thing where I... I started when I really... When I, when I was tiny, I dressed the dog and the child in the same clothes. I know I'm that sad person, but it's a little hashtag called Kiki and Kermit. And yeah, I, I love doing that.
0: You dressing them in the same clothes is something that you should hit hard on. Like, you know what? I hit in the beginning and then it bombed. And I was like, oh. Define bomb.
1: Well, it just didn't really do much. I was like, because I thought, okay, this is really a brilliant thing. And then maybe uh, I approached some of my clients that do kids clothes because my hair and makeup are specialized in the kids' fashion industry. I yeah. work for like the, the leading kids' brands. And I thought, oh, they think it's brilliant. They can, yeah, they were like, eh. So I was like, okay, move on to the next. I have the tendency of if something isn't an immediately success, I'm like, okay, let's try something else.
0: I do the same thing. It's just consistency. I literally see like five or six attempts here and I wanna see like 20. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Is I get that it's like time consuming, but here's the new strategy with it, okay? Um, And maybe you were doing this. I would buy smaller local brand items to dress Kiki in. So the goal goal is to try to get featured on those other feeds.
1: Yeah. I have just one question. Does this interfere at all with me being a DIY person?
0: No, because you're making, are you making the stuff for the dog?
1: Um, no. Well, the last picture, my mom made the stuff for for Kiki. My mom actually made a little outfit for her. I just put the dog in stuff Kiki owns. I don't make stuff for the dog. It's just kitty
0: clothes. Yeah. I could do that. I could make stuff for the dog. You know what I would do is I would put them with something you made. Ah, yeah, there you go. So like you made a really cute, what was it? Like a book thing where Kiki can books out? Yeah. I, I remember that video. And like, why aren't they sitting on that or next to that?
1: Okay, of course.
0: You see what I'm saying? I would experiment with the different types of pictures. But the first thing I would do is on Instagram, okay, you're a DIY person. IGTV is getting a lot of traction right now. You should mm-hmm. be posting two IGTV videos a week.
1: Yeah, I don't do Keep
0: that. you got a goal for yourself, okay? <laughs> Try to post them, and I'm not doing this at all. I'm telling you things to do that I'm not doing at all. Try to post them at the same time and make it a thing. Like On Tuesdays at 7, you get your up cycle of the week. Okay. So there's that consistency. There's that traction. There's that something to look forward to. And then I think hitting the Kiki and Kermit and maybe do an IGT video of the behind the scenes of that. I want to see you dressing Kermit and here's unique value propositions for Hester is you've got to freaking beautiful sexy accent or it's so sexy it's you doing a video for a children's brand like styling something or making Mm -hmm. something in the u.s work on your u.s audience you know what my main youtube audience is america
1: and i think my main audience is in texas and la
0: I love uh, that. Because here's the thing, Hester. Your style is beautiful. Your taste is beautiful. Your content is beautiful. You're just missing like a little bit of excitement. There's just nothing for me to sink my teeth into. It's just kind of uh-huh. a lot of nice stuff. And that's why people aren't engaging. So I also would love to have you narrate a little bit more stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether that goes in your feed or it goes in your stories, just talk about things. Just, I just wanna hear you talking about stuff more. I want
1: stories, I do, but not consistency. I'm not like not always on there.
0: Not attending your feed. And I wanna focus on your feed. Ah, uh, okay. I'm
1: talking my feed. My feed is just stills. My talking, my random bubbles is always on stories.
0: Remember, this is all just an experiment. I want you to throw yeah. stuff up for a couple weeks and see what tracks. Yeah. Your ultimate goal is to create work that you love and to get paid for sponsored content. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing I would do now, this is just an idea. Okay. So I, I think of my sister, tubby Todd, of course, and I would reach out to tubby Todd and I would come up with four crafts that kids can do out of their bottles or two crafts or one craft. And I would yeah. say, can I do this for you? And you would post it for free. Yeah. And like, so it's that upcycle. It's children's. You have Kiki, you have Kermit. Mm-hmm. And then this is a growth strategy getting you in front of people. The other thing I want you to start doing is I want you to start asking for engagement. Okay. Because you're not getting engagement. Right? How do
1: you do that? Um, just
0: ask. You is that have,
1: in your caption or...
0: Yes. So you have this, like, what color is your kitchen on this post? And I would maybe just... Remember, A-B testing. So do your kitchen and say, like, would you make your kitchen pink? Okay, start with... Yeah, because I always end the question, but nobody reads till the end, do they? No. It, maybe. <laughs> like, sometimes I always put the question at the end. I'm telling you things. I'm like, these, I should do these things. <laughs> So I would do that. So one, you've got to think of your feed as people don't know who it is. I don't know mm-hmm. whose pretty kitchen this is. If you put Kermit or Kiki in these types of like pictures, I know who it is and I'm more interested yeah. and I'm more invested and I'm more engaged. There's that. And you just need to start collaborating with more people. Get yourself out there.
1: Yeah. Do you mean collaborating with other DIY people or collaborating with brands? Because I do restarted this group of four sort of like minor DIY bloggers about a couple of months ago and we sort of approach clients together as a, as a little collective we got quite a lot of clients because I'm more the youtube person in the group all the other ones are bigger instagrammers or bigger bloggers so i sort of piggyback a little bit on them I can reach bigger clients than I could on my own because my because here they look at my following and they're like nah because they yeah. they do come on Instagram they don't clients here don't look at my youtube because all my things go on on my youtube here the clients here see my instagram the c5k and i like no
0: so you should just still be posting that stuff on your instagram though yeah because the other thing is when you do sponsored content i'm assuming i know you're making it good content it's good valuable content and so yeah. Post your favorites and it shows other people like she works with people. This is somebody I can reach out to work with.
1: Yeah, because at the moment when I do posts for clients, I like it when they host on their website. I like making the thing, like photographing it, filming it, editing it, and then post it on. they can post it on their websites. Because yeah. then I know for sure I get the traffic because I know I don't get the traffic like they can.
0: That's why I would focus on like with reaching out to people. With your aesthetic, I think Fawn Design, which is like a mom and baby and they're a bad company. With your aesthetic, yeah. I think of Gather. They make beautiful play mats like reaching out to gather and saying like, look, I'm just, so it's G-A-T-H-R-E, not E-R. okay. And reaching out to gather and your aesthetic is right on par with their aesthetic and saying, I would like to offer you guys a series of three craft videos featuring your gather mats that you guys could share in your stories if you wanted and just see what they say and say, I would like to do it in exchange for a couple of mats and just you mentioning me in your stories. I wouldn't even Mm -hmm. ask for the feed because they're a very big company. And then look at these smaller children's brands. So what I mean by collaborate to answer your question is good, do what you're doing. That's really smart. You just individually need to be offering to create content for all of these people because you don't have the audience right now where they want to hire you for a sponsored post, but you're really good at creating content and everybody needs content, especially brands like this, like tubby Todd, they're paying a full team of people to create content for them. And you come in and you're like, can I do this content for free? And they're like, "Uh "Uh-huh," And just see what gains traction there. Again, this is going to lead to paid work. It's, it's not, you don't think
1: like when they think you work for free once, you will work for free the next time too. Cause that's sometimes work. the case. Yeah. You
0: might work for Tebby Todd for free and they might not ever pay you, but another company is going to see what you did for them and they're going to pay you. True. And that's the thing is like, I wouldn't worry about just that one relationship. What you want to do is you just want to create a model of what's possible. Okay.
1: Like your portfolio in a way.
0: Exactly. Like a portfolio. And then you could get together three or four pieces for this portfolio. And then you could reach out to brands you love and say like, if this is something you're interested in, I can send you my rate.
1: Oh, perfect. So show them like, look what I've done for this brand. I can do it for you, but then I charge this amount yeah. of money.
0: Because here's the thing. In all industries, there's the industry leaders that everyone else in the industry is looking at, like, what are they doing? And then who did they get to do that? Oh, I wonder if she could, oh, she could do something like that for us. That kills a few birds with one stone. One, it's going to help you grow on Instagram, maybe. Two, it's going to lead to more money for you. So you can start... Stop- yeah and makeup. And three, yeah. you're going to be creating amazing content that's on your feed. And that's also going to lead to more engagement. Again, I think it's just a matter of, yeah, you want to get to the next level. So we just got to try things we've never tried before and put yourself in it more, which you posting your YouTube videos will do that naturally, right? Are you going to be happy when I say,
1: I actually have a photographer booked for tomorrow to take more pictures of me and the baby so I could feature yeah. more Yeah, I got that. Let's lined up for tomorrow, yeah. I finally, because I photograph everything myself, but photographing yourself, of course, it's so tricky with a self-time, especially when you want the baby in that. So yeah, I finally hired somebody to do it.
0: And you are fussy in that you like really pretty pictures. I don't care about if I'm in it. I don't really mind the way I
1: look. I'm very used to being on camera, so I don't I don't really care. I come off to do my YouTube videos and realize I'm not wearing any makeup. So I, <laughs> I don't care too much about my own appearance. I care more about how uh, the room looks or if the props are right or things like
0: that. Right, like the aesthetic. Yeah, that makes sense. But even like this picture that you're doing, it's an ad for Amara Living and it's the tub, this picture.
1: Yeah, that's when a friend that paid me to photograph my own house.
0: So, what I would do in a scenario like that, too, is Mm -hmm. after you get the content for them, throw Kiki in the tub, throw Kermit in the tub, and get that content
1: you. Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't do that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. because that's the other thing is you have a beautiful home and you have a lot of beautiful products and what brands need What Andrea is that your tub? It is. Yeah. Okay. So what I know firsthand, what my sister Andrea needs is she needs pictures of cute kids in gorgeous tubs. Yeah. So if you offer to do stuff like that for free, Mm -hmm. people are just going to start seeing you. That's one half of the equation. The one half of the equation is the collaboration, the exposure, the reaching out. The second half of the equation is what do you have of interest to offer people when they show up?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And one other idea I want to give you on asking for engagement is I would, in your stories, polls are so good. Mm -hmm. Polls, Questions, upcycle feature of the week, just different things like this, and then the other thing is offering copies of your books all the time. Okay. Give yeah, those away yeah. really like candy. Okay. Yeah, I don't feel like you talk about your books nearly enough. Why is yeah, that? I don't wanna.
1: You know what? Cause sometimes you feel like you, I'm really pushing out onto people like buy, 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 buy my books, yeah. and then I think at some point. That might be a bit fed up, but that's maybe the Dutch person in me trying to lay low.
0: I think it's honestly, I think unfortunately it's like the women for the most part, we feel this way. Mm -hmm. But I also think just remember like your book is like a hot commodity. It's a beautiful thing to have. And so literally just try like once a week saying, I've got a copy because you have six books. So every week you talk about a different book. And you could be like, I have, and this is in stories, even I have a copy of this book and I'm going to give it away. Here's how you win it. I want you to like all of my pictures and comment on one of them and then come back and tell me you did it. And I'll pick one winner to get this book and try that every week for six weeks. And okay. So you can't boost your engagement. Okay. And I got that idea from Ashley Fresh Fix, Ashley Rose Reeves, who mm-hmm. did this whole thing where she's like asking everyone who follows her to like all of her content. And I'm like, oh, that makes me want to die.
1: Same like here. I like if I I don't know if I would feel comfortable doing yeah. that, but I it to
0: try. Guess what? It freaking works. <laughs> And so I'm trying to find a way that I could do something similar that's like providing value, but doesn't mm-hmm. make me want to die. Because the thing is, like, it's great what Ashley is doing. It's it's great for her because it works for her. But, like, what's a way mm-hmm. you and I could do it? You know, okay, yeah. where, where it's like, and, and so what do you have? You have books to give away. What do you need? You need engagement. Maybe you Mm -hmm. could even give the book away if people answer a question or they tell you what their favorite craft is or just say, Hey, like if you like a picture, you just have to do some things that don't feel natural. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean they are not authentic. And I think that's like a good equation is just because it doesn't feel natural doesn't mean that you're being scammy or not authentic or like not a real person. Yeah. Because growing means you get uncomfortable. And so I think you're going to have to just do, and this is, I'm in the same position. You have to do a few things that don't just come naturally to you because what comes naturally to you isn't yielding the results you want.
1: No, definitely not.
0: So we want you to do things that you feel comfortable and excited about. Just amp it up a little bit. Yeah. So pushing out way more IGTVs, number one, focusing on some making your feed a little more Hester, Kiki Kermit Hester, getting you guys in those pictures, reaching out and doing collaborations. So you create that good content and then you do these collaborations and people show up and they're like, look at all this fun stuff I'm going to follow. And then I think the next thing is just working on that engagement with the people. Like right now, the best thing you could do is invest in the people you already have. Yeah, You have 5,000 people
1: I know and they do they do I do get nice comments on the posts and then I do always answer and I do try and get back to everybody, even on my YouTube, I answer every question people send me. And luckily I don't get that many negative comments, but if I do one, I still answer them as polite as I can be.
0: And that's amazing. And I think really like just really paying attention to like what is working. And what do Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable giving and how can I make those meet up a little more? But really, I think you're in such an amazing place because you just have tons of content. You have tons of options. It's Mm -hmm. just trying a little bit different strategy.
1: Yeah, it's good to know it's not the content that's the problem.
0: No, it's not, it's not the content. It's not you. It's a packaging problem. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: How can we package it up in a way that serves what people need? And Mm -hmm. honestly, I think one thing to remember with DIY content is it's more entertaining than it is educational.
1: Yeah, I don't think many people make stuff. Mm-mm. of watching the videos.
0: Yeah. kind of want to be inspired and entertained, I do think that's one thing that's really wonderful about you is you truly are an artist and you truly, like, have, like, knowledge and skill of your craft. You're not just throwing crap up that you don't know if it works. And so... I think focus on that. Talk to that. Because again, you just need to differentiate a little bit.
1: Do you think, because I never talk about that I'm in fact a trained makeup artist. I'm not trained in doing DIY. It's just because my parents are very handy. I just grew up with making stuff. And i firmly believe where you just try. And if it doesn't work, you just try again.
0: Yeah. And if it doesn't
1: work, you just take it apart and try again. Do you think I should focus on that as well? Or should we just leave it the way it is? I shouldn't bring up the makeup stuff and...
0: I think you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I don't think of DIY as being something that somebody's trained in. Okay. Yeah. You think people are good at it or they're not good at it and they have experience or they don't. Honestly, I think the thing that gives you credibility is your six books. Okay. Yeah. Like you're a published author. But when you're doing everything, you're attracting nobody.
1: I should focus, zoom in more, but to say I like really focus on the uh, upcycling. Um, Do
0: you like that idea? I, it was never
1: my first choice. It's what happened with the, with the choice? publisher. What's your first choice? I don't know. Because um, the first book was furniture hacks. So like upcycling. And then that sort of was the genre. stadium stayed in with the publisher. And it, it suits me. I, I like using what you already have. I don't like buying things if you don't need to. Yeah. I think the whole, uh, we don't need to buy all the stuff. We don't need to get more stuff every month from the shops. I think look what you have lying around and use that instead. Yeah. So it sort of fits me in that I started more, I started doing DIY because I didn't have the money to do upper house the proper way. So I just did it myself. That's how I started in this whole DIY business. That does fit me, I think. I think it fits my style.
0: What I like and what I heard is a little more of your why, your philosophy, which is use what you have. Don't buy more stuff. Use what you have. And you can still have this gorgeously chic aesthetic and you can still create what you want. And I think that that is really true to who you are as a person where you're like, don't sit around and make excuses and feel bad. You write a book proposal and you make the life that you want to make. And I just want you to tell that story more because that's why people aren't connecting because you're focusing on the thing. You're not focusing yeah. on why they're interested in the thing.
1: It's, a, it's more the process, I think, people want to hear than you think, not just the end result.
0: What you've been focusing on is the end result, right? Completely. I'd only ever show... I just talked with
1: a friend about that yesterday because she was starting to show things on her Instagram stories of what she was building as sponsored content. She yeah. was showing her... This, I was like, oh, I never do that because I think clients just want you to show the finished result. And she said, well, I'm doing this poll now. And so now 90% of her following, and she's got a massive following, said I really like seeing sort of the process or what goes on behind the scenes. Was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's something we will be doing wrong.
0: Well, no, it's just a different tactic, you know, and the industry is evolving and growing. Whereas we used to be really impressed seeing magazine style pictures on Instagram and now we're not.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's my thing. I'm very editorial focused. That's my background. Being, I've been in the fashion industry since I was 14. So for me, it's very much the end result. I think what you're, it's more real now, isn't it? But Instagram, it's more.
0: I think the biggest problem is you're focusing on the editor, what the editor wants, what he yeah. wants, what mm. everyone wants. And when you focus on that, you don't gain traction.
1: No, I need to focus on what the average person wants. Right? No, you need right. to
0: focus on Hester, what Hester wants. is. What has, but like what you uniquely have to give, because that's why you're not gaining traction is because that could be any pretty picture. Okay. Because I
1: think if we're going to like what I think is different about me, I think my, more, my whole way of life is like, I just try stuff. If it doesn't work, try something else. Like what the how I became a makeup artist, how I became DIY writer, just all happened by accident. I never planned any of this, but... So now I'm quite good in doing all of that. And I'm really good career.
0: Here's what I think. You're in a phase where I want you to share more of you and Mm -hmm. see what parts you like talking about, you like sharing and resonate with people.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: That's it. It may or may not gain the traction, but then you know.
1: Okay. At least I tried. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because what I'm doing now
1: definitely isn't working because I've been on 5k for like a year and it goes up and it goes down and it's not not happening.
0: And everybody says this to me and it really bothers me, but it's harder to grow on Instagram. Everybody feels this way right now. Uh, YouTube used to grow quite quickly
1: and now it's like, maybe I get like 20 followers a week more. So it's, it's, yeah. like it's going at snail speed and it doesn't have to be rocket speed for me, but just a li- little bit faster than snail speed would be good.
0: Yeah. And I think it's good where you're like, no, I want to build a business creating sponsored content. My thing mm-hmm. to you would be like, don't wait for the 10 K. Don't wait for the permission. Don't wait for the magic number. Start reaching out to people to create the mm-hmm. type of content you want to create do it for free and, yeah. and grow from there. Because if you're taking three days to do a whole video, you're also, ne- you're going to need to scale down a little bit or mm-hmm. you're going to need to get five times as much content from that one project. Yeah. So if you think about in terms of content creation, if you think in terms of like a project, let's say you're do, are you working on a project right now? i um,
1: always got stuff going on. Yeah, i got a couple of deadlines I need to hit for clients. So
0: what's and, like one um, example of like a DIY project that you're working on or you're about to do? I've got a couple of things at the moment. I'm
1: filming a baker at the moment for a video for him. Like, so I did, used to do this Meet the Maker series, and as his baker, he reached out because he needed a video for uh, his website. So I'm sort of filming a day in the life of him, but very lifestyle-like. Okay. That's what I'm on. I just finished a project for a client making a clay wall hanger
0: Okay, so so yeah. let's say you were doing the clay wall hanger where you're making them mm-hmm. for a client. I would want to have a post about, and you could do this all after the fact if you wanted, but let's think of like all the content that could happen because of that. There could be you at the store with Kiki or Kermit trying to pick out all the supplies and yeah. maybe that goes in stories. Maybe it goes on your feed and you say, I'm making this. I'm super excited about it. Here's some of my inspiration." Mm-hmm. And then another piece of content would be that that showing the process, showing the clay. Definitely clay is amazing. Get a video of it in process Mm -hmm. and then the finished project. Yeah. And then a video.
1: Because I always think clients want me to give them the end result. But I can, of course, film all of that and then just posted after they use the content
0: and they're yeah. going to probably be like yeah great awesome oh, it's all
1: free content yeah, yeah it's
0: free content exactly and so it's just like you're busy and you're working and i'm telling you to create more content so i want to try to tell you how to do it in a way where you can actually do it and you're not just yeah. drowning in work if you're going to spend that much time on content you need to get more out of it
1: well it's the videos that take me three days if i do just yeah. a photographic based project it's like Day and a half, two days max,
0: and that's great. You just gotta squeeze that orange. Yeah, and it's because I do we really,
1: <laughs> do really big projects often. Like I build uh, wardrobes or beds, and they take they take time because it's just a big scale.
0: Do you do time lapse videos? No. I would try no, it's so
1: irregular. Because I have a one-year-old. I have a, only a few hours a day. I can work.
0: There's a time-lapse app. Okay. I don't remember what it is. Just look up a time-lapse app. And I would also, for your really big projects, just take a little bit of video over the days and put it mm-hmm. all together and start sharing that in your IGTVs. That's another yeah. piece of content. Then there's the finished DIY video. There's the prep, right? You see what I'm saying?
1: So that's like a week worth of content for a thing I normally do in one day. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And there's there's the beautiful polished piece and then there's the like messy middle stuff. Guess what, Hester? You might find you don't like doing any of that and you just want to do styled shoots for people and then you have permission to do that and you reach out and you make that happen. Because you can no, make I, many, many I deals. like that
1: I think people will react more or will engage more in the messy bit in the middle. Because then quite often when I think something is super simple to make, people are like, oh yeah, but that's really difficult. And like, for me, it's really simple. And I sometimes forget that for other people it might not be simple. But I think it's a boring project, might be something very difficult for somebody else.
0: Stick to your message of like, try things. You don't, have to know it's going to be perfect you don't know how it's going to have to work out try things in life try things in art try things in business and also use what you have make what you have beautiful those are the Hester messages so make sure that when people come to you they're getting those hester messages you have make your life exactly what you want make it beautiful the other hester message of try try who cares if it's a hot mess Try, try, try. Yeah. And I don't mean to assign messages to you, but I feel like that's what I've heard no, in the I don't that. Yeah. Because you've tried beautiful, airy inspiration and mm-hmm. it's not gaining traction. No, it not Yeah. So let's try something else. So and I like it because it's more me. It is it's you. Like I yeah. yeah. I, I feel really excited. I'm really confident that everything I say is genius. No, <laughs> you yeah. are You're the genius magical unicorn. (laughs) And so are you. Okay, Hester, I'm so excited for you. So people who are listening, you can find Miss Gorgeous Hester at Hesters Handmade Home on Instagram, and it's HestersHandmadeHome.com. And what's your YouTube channel? It's uh, Handmade Home. So go check out Hester, her amazing DIYs, and her really cute dog, Kermit, and Kiki, who's so cute. Isn't Hester the best? And my favorite thing about this conversation with Hester is that immediately, I watched her start making the changes we talked about and the ideas we talked about on her feed. And by immediately, I mean by that night. I saw her asking questions, taking polls, writing captions, getting little Kermit and her little daughter in the pictures more. She immediately started taking action. So be sure to go over to Hester's Handmade Home, H-E-S-T-E-R-S, handmade home all one word on Instagram and thank her for something you learned check out her beautiful projects and aesthetic and her fun family she just has the best personality and aesthetic I love Hester so much now let's get into your business therapy questions because like Hester we don't just want insight we want to take action and asking yourself these questions is the best way to take action on all this awesome insight business therapy question number one what do you want to make money doing This answer isn't the same as what do you want to do? What is it that you want to do that you also like to make money? doing. When I asked Hester, like there were so many different ways she could make money. Does she want to keep, you know, personal styling clients? Does she want to do content for other people? Does she want to make money on her books? And especially if you're a person who wants to level up, this is a great question to ask yourself. What does leveling up mean to you? Really, does it mean more money? Because that's what it meant to Hester in this capacity. And then go through, what are the ways that you make money that you would like to put more time and energy into? And that is perfect because business therapy question number two is what does the next level look like specifically? So it's getting clear on that definition of what leveling up looks like for you. Like for Hester, it was making money. It was having, you know, she did not want to be making money from styling. She wanted to be making money from what she was spending the majority of her time doing. And so what does leveling up look like for you? And don't give some big oversweeping answers like more Instagram followers. Do you want more Instagram followers who are at leaving comments that engage with the content you're putting? Do you want more people to buy a specific thing? What does leveling up look like for you? And business therapy question number three, is there something you're not doing because it Feels uncomfortable. So, discomfort doesn't always mean you're not being authentic. We talked about this with Hester. Just because it's not natural or comfortable for you to do something does not mean that it's not authentic to your personality. There is a difference between authenticity and comfort. In fact, I think discomfort is such a huge part of life that I know I'm being more authentic if I'm uncomfortable because it means I'm not doing things to be comfortable with how other people view me. I'm not just doing things to be comfortable with how I view myself. Authenticity is actually super, super uncomfortable. And so really think about that. Are you maybe confusing authenticity with comfort? Because that could really hold you back. Just because you're quote unquote the type of person who doesn't get in pictures doesn't mean you need to stay the type of person who doesn't get in pictures. Just because you're the type of person like me who always is in a picture doesn't mean that it wouldn't be authentic to you to shift to something where you're not in the picture. Something I'm really working on in Allison's Brand School is championing other women, other businesses. And so we've been doing this really cool thing on our Allison's Brand School Instagram account where once a week we do a boss babe brag and we highlight someone, we share their story. Now, I'm not saying it's uncomfortable for me to share someone else's story, but the known formula that works is me. That's the known formula that works on Allison's Brand School and on the Allison Show. It's more of Allison, more of Allison talking, right? But just because it can be different or uncomfortable, it doesn't mean it's authentic. The only way you're going to level up is by trying new things. I'm positive. those business therapy questions if you take the time to write them down look at them examine them maybe discuss them with someone you love and trust they are going to help you Level up. Boss Babes, you are doing such a great job. Thank you so much for your reviews about business therapy. I am going to be reading them on the podcast. And if I choose you, you're going to get some swag from Party with Allison. And this review is from Natier 200. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> Absolutely, insanely loving this podcast. I've listened to Awesome with Allison. Thank you for over a year and love it. But I need business therapy. I was so freaking excited to open my podcast app and see a new episode today. Is it too much to ask that you ramp up how often you're putting them out? It's not too much to ask. It's just maybe too much for me to produce at this time, but I so much appreciate that review. Be sure to send an email to info at allisonsbrandschool.com. so Natty or 200 we can send you some goodies to thank you for that review. Please keep sharing on Instagram, sharing in person, tagging Allison's Brand School so that we can see and we can thank you. It really is so appreciated. Every person you mention the podcast to is how we grow it. So thank you guys so much. You are doing an incredible job. I'm so grateful you're here. You have so much value and worth and not because of your achievement, not because of your business, not because of the money you're making, but just because you are the miracle that is life. You are alive. You are on this planet. You are creating. You are sharing. You are connecting. And that is so valuable. Remember that before you start doubting yourself. Remember that before you start letting yourself feel like crap and not go after the things you want to do. We need you. We need what you have to give and I want to remind you if you feel called to do it. Freaking do it. My man Mr. Eric Robertson wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator you can save 20% off with the code BISMAC So go to PleasantPictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.